If you're having paranormal issues, contact us at mwghosthunters.com. From the files of the Midwest Ghost Hunters. All right, Midwest Ghost Hunters site investigation recorder one. Oh, Dustin, right there. Something just moved behind you. Yes, it did. What the f*** was that? What happened? Something touched my ear, man. This is Dark Matter with Midwest Ghost Hunters. We're doing part two today of our uh, Willard Springfield investigation that we did a few years ago. We've talked about it a lot uh, over the years. And we're just kind of doing a synopsis of that stuff because it seems like anytime anybody ever, you know, wants, wants us to tell a story about uh, one of our investigations, that's the one most people want to hear. Uh, a lot of a lot of the a lot of folks who email us too. They're 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 looking you know they're looking for podcasts specific to that investigation. Uh, it's not necessarily our favorite investigation. It's just the one that had more oppressive type stuff uh, happen than than our typical. Um, and I don't think we really had one like like that you know since. No, no, nothing, uh, nothing like that. Um, and when you listen, you might listen to some of the here some of the EVPs we played and think, oh, that's not that big a deal. And it's it's more than just the EVPs that made it a big deal. It was it was the well, number one, the place burned down. It's and we gone. got chased out of there too. <laughs> that, that's the big thing for me. It literally ran <laughs> us out of there. Yeah, the feeling inside. And I know you hear people say that you know talking about the oppressive feeling, and I always thought that was. Kind of nonsense, too. Uh, but it isn't. I mean, there's actually a weird... And it's not just a, you, where you freak yourself out. It's, it's, it's like the, the air or the atmosphere or something feels different. The number of them that we got at Ashley's house by far crushes anything we got in Willard as far as numbers. Oh, quantity of EVP? Yes, oh, quantity. good Lord. Yeah. yeah. We, didn't we get like 40? Yeah. On one visit there, yes. we got like 40 different yeah. EVPs. So, yeah, quantity-wise, that one's much bigger. But I never felt... I felt okay there, even though some of that stuff sounded a lot meaner. Yes, <laughs> than yes, than the stuff we got. Yeah, in. I mean, we we got growled out at Ashley's house. There were oh, growls was, and all loud. kinds of stuff. Yeah, it was loud. It was scary sounding, but it, we didn't feel like we needed I, to. I think it all came down to the fact that we didn't get ran out of the house. Well, that always helps. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, we did. But even before we got ran out of that the the Willard house, we felt weird. I felt like I wanted to leave long before we got ran out. Well, and it was, it was, it had a very damp, very heavy feel in the, in the house. <clears throat> yeah. It was, it was just a weird, it was a weird vibe inside. Uh, so we'll, so what happened is the people at that house in Willard, after it burned down, they moved to Springfield and they started having more activity at that house. And we went to that house and what we're going to do, you know, today is we're going to kind of run through some of the evidence we got from that house. But first, I thought maybe we would start with this uh, EVP that we got during the podcast last week. This was one that was captured on the microphones. On a, who do you know who's? I don't. This know. is on the uh, the master mix. So this oh, okay. is all the microphones. Okay. So this this was caught on the mics uh, when we were podcasting last week, and we actually heard this when it happened. Let me go ahead and play it for you here. Uh, to the source, because you can almost hear like, like, uh, uh, oh, what, was what, was what, what was that? What the? Did you hear that? What did you, what are you laughing about? Did you hear it say, I'm trying to figure out what it's saying. I think it says I I sure. Hear. Or it maybe, sounds like a goblin laughing. <laughs> Let me listen to one more time. Try her again. All right, here we go. Uh, to the source, because you can almost hear like, like, uh, uh, oh, it, says here. That? it says here. Yeah, I it says so. here. But well, yeah, why does it say that? Because you can almost hear it mimics you. Oh, here, let me, let's do it one more time. Uh, to the source, because you can almost hear like, like, uh, uh, oh, what was, what that? was that? What the? Did you hear that? that? It doesn't sound like anything. 
I can't tell. My ears I think it says here. My ears can't pick up on it. I would have to Sounds trust people. Sounds like Donald Duck threw a <laughs> megaphone about four miles away. Maybe it's that. <laughs> oh. That could be it. <laughs> I don't know. I can't pick up on it. My ears can't pick up on it. Do I need to transition? Actually, <laughs> if you're going to transition. Yeah, that's a transitional uh, bumper there. Okay, so now we can go ahead and jump into um, what we were originally discussed talking about today was the uh, the the Willard House. Uh, the people who lived there moved to Springfield. I'm trying to I'm reading through our synopsis here that we wrote, you know, many years ago when we did this to see if there's anything forgotten about. Now, one thing I will mention is is, and I think we mentioned this last week, is whenever we were doing the walkthrough with her, she got scratched. Do you remember? I've got a picture of it here. Uh, we, yes, yeah, I remember that on her arm. Yeah. Uh, so she did get, you know, and we're not going to sit here and say, well, you know, could she have done that before we got there? Sure, she could have. I don't know, but why would she? I don't know why she would have, but it, all we know is that she said she got scratched and we took a picture of it. I, it I actually believe they didn't have any reason really to make up stuff. They had enough real activity going on. That's kind of what I thought, you know, too, whenever I put it up there. They weren't, even when we went to Willard, they weren't the kind of people who were trying to get attention for, you know, no, having paranormal no, no, activity I, at I all. I think they really wanted it to not be going on there. Um, That's the impression I got. Yeah. That they were sick of it. You remember when well, the, the, the Willard was the one, wasn't it the one with that cannonball looking thing? Yeah, yeah that we thought was. was an Indian artifact. They found it in their backyard. We, our original theory was that this I, was on the trail of tears. What, yeah. Did they find it in their backyard or yeah. was it in the house no. from the previous family they that found dug it, it up? Oh, I don't know that. Some, I thought they dug it up. It, someone dug it up in the back someone and, and it brought up. it inside. I don't know who, but it was like There's a... There's a picture um, of that on, on the... I don't really remember what it even looked like. It looks like a bowl or a dish of yeah, some kind. Yeah, it looked like a rock that had been ground into a bowling ball. Like a like looking. a grinding stone or something. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of what we, you know, researched and found a lot of some, stuff that looked exactly like that were like a cornmeal grinder or wheat. I don't even know what it was, but something like that. But anyway, they had that that they had brought inside. Um, they thought maybe that had something to do with it. Whether it did or not, we have no idea. I mean, it's not like we heard, you know, Native American, uh, you know, sounds of, of any kind because we we didn't well our theory at at the end of that willard house was that there were two posing uh spirits in the house one was the the bad guy that we've talked a lot about but the other one was maybe a good guy yeah was that our theory or was that the uh the the religious you know quote unquote religious guy I say quote unquote because the credentials turned out to be questionable. He turned out to be like the, the uh, what's, what's, what's the guy's name? George, uh, uh, what's, what's the name I'm trying to think of? His, his resume was a little stacked heavy, but uh, I can't remember if that was their theory or ours. I don't remember. Remember, they came in afterwards and they did. Okay. They maybe did maybe that was. Maybe, maybe they were. That's a little in depth for us, especially. That's that's even in depth for us to do a theory on it like that today. But that's real. Well, it in depth. wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't out of the question back then, though. We were throwing out all kinds of shit, <laughs> all kinds of theories. Chuck, <laughs> whatever well, would stick. You know what you've got going on here is definitely, <laughs> you know, related to a, um, a a dimension that you've opened by you know cleaning your mirror in your bathroom. Uh, no, we didn't go that bad. That bad. But we did come up with some theories just to try to help. I mean, our intentions were good, but we don't do that anymore. Yep, it's haunted. That's really all we are. That's more comforting to me, though. Well, I mean, I, it drives me nuts whenever I watch, you know, these shows and they try to come up with this big, elaborate theory as to why. I think most people just want you to come back in and say, you know what? We heard this anomaly, too. You're not crazy. 
I mean, sometimes you can draw a pretty clear, you know, conclusion if there's been like someone that was murdered or you know committed suicide. I mean, you can not not a clear conclusion, but you can start to draw some parallels. Uh, but just you know, when we first started out, we would you know research you know for hours and hours and come up with these weird. That's a poltergeist. <laughs> come up with a these gin weird... haunting the Lysol in your <laughs> medicine cabinet. <laughs> but that's a J I N N, right? <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we don't really do that that much anymore. Well, because nobody make... really knows. And who cares? I mean, not to be crass about it. I mean, but... with, I mean uh, there's like classifications based off what we can, what we see that's happening, right? But still. Well, and I think the guy that... You don't that, know. You know, Edwin Becker actually talked about in, in his book that you really can't trust anything that these spirits are doing. No. Because and, how do you know how do you know it's an ethical spirit you're dealing with? Well and that's what that's what if you ever watch Ghost Hunters, that's what they, they say, you know, a lot of times too. A lot of people, uh, especially really religious people will, will say, you know, any any paranormal activity at all is a demon and goes the taps, you know, on Ghost Hunters, they never, hardly ever classify something as a demon, even though most places they go to, the people they interview say, yeah, we've got a demon in the house. They'll always come back and say, you know, we don't think this is a demon. We think- I am cool if you use the demon word for Willard. I will back you on that 100%. Whatever that was, was not good. Yeah, whatever it was, was not good. And that's kind of what, that's uh, that's kind of what, you know, what, what they're saying is, you know, it can, you know, people who are assholes are going to be assholes when they're dead too. Um, that's kind of the theory that they run with. But well, yeah, I agree. Something, something in Willard was different. But yeah, that's why we don't really do a lot of classification type stuff anymore. We just go in and document what we can and then, uh, you know, present that to you. And then, you know, it's up for interpretation what you think it may or may not be. Uh, so what's happening here is, it, that being said, we have no idea because, it, you know, they had it happen at their house in Willard. It burned down. They moved to Springfield. And then we caught the same, the same style of activity at their Springfield house. So that gets into one of those things where people talk about, you know, is it following the people? In that case, you know, it would have to be because the house doesn't exist anymore. Same thing happened with uh, Barbara and Willard. Yeah, when they, were, they moved from Illinois mm-hmm. to... The Hat Man seemed to follow them to, uh, to their new home. Yeah, and I'd never even heard of the Hat Man back when we did that. And I don't even... I think the Hat Man's like a creepypasta thing, isn't it, Ty? I don't even know exactly what that is. Never heard of Hat never Man heard of in Hat my Man entire either. life. Till, till we sit here right now? Till right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, we've talked, we've talked no about No idea Hat what Hat Man oh. is. I don't know where you were at on the podcast when we talked <laughs> about him, because we've talked about the Hat Man before. So, well, and, and we have a picture, you know? We have that picture yeah. that, that was given to us of what looks like hell i don't know it looks like a man with a hat uh but anyway that's what they were talking about at barbara's house i don't want to get too too much off off on their stuff but yeah they did are and you talking about when she saw the, the guy, thing guy in the, in the road. top hat in the road yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 so since then there's there's a creepypasta type thing kind of like slender man about hat man and, oh. and what that you know that cartoonish like thing describes is kind of what they were talking about and i'm not trying to say it manifested itself into reality i'm just saying back then we had never even heard of hat man whenever they were talking about that because they told us to look for a figure wearing a hat in the basement. Right. Now, this is Barbara. This is not the house that we oh, moved no. to. We've Th- gotten off onto a, right. a side rant here. This is a different place. But anyway, should, we should probably, you know, steer the ship, you know, back. The house in Springfield is the one that we were talking about. She got scratched on her arm and then Tyler went up into the attic and then I went up there too for a little bit. Remember the like flowers, flowers yeah. you know, sprinkled around in the... It was the, just really bizarre. In the, uh, in the insulation in the upstairs. You remember all those flowers that were sprinkled around everywhere? I do. Um, uh, I remember And we're every... not saying that's paranormal at all. I remember every attic I've ever been in. (laughs) 
which has been a lot. But well, this one we actually have pictures on you know here. There's was that there's just flowers sprinkled around. I don't know. And this was the the previously Willard house that burned down. The family moved to Springfield. This is their house with the yes, flower yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Um, so we yeah, we're not saying the flowers were paranormal at all. It was just weird. It was off-putting to go up and you know flip the light on in the attic and there's. I don't flowers. think that their uh, house in Springfield though ever felt as menacing as the house in Willard did though. To no, me. I don't either. Uh, no, we only went the once. Well, that's true, and we went to Willard four times, so yeah. maybe I better retract that statement here. But yeah, we we never. They don't live there anymore either. They ended up moving, getting a divorce and moving. Yeah, they like disbanded. So yeah, they disbanded, and moved <laughs> moved elsewhere to like Joplin. But but yeah, I agree. I didn't ever feel the oppressive feeling inside that house that we did in the other. But they did have, and I think we talked about this last week. That statue that sat on the 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 nightstand between the grandparents' bed, and then they had the daughter's bed in the same room because she wouldn't sleep in another room after what they had in Willard. Right, and this is their granddaughter, right? That slept in there. Uh, yeah, the granddaughter. I don't know what I. Said said, but yeah, the granddaughter slept in the same room and they had a nightstand between their beds and they had this statue. I say statue, it's a figurine on the nightstand. And we took a bunch of different pictures, you know, all over the house. And we got to realizing that the, the figurine was moving a lot. And we didn't have, we never, we wouldn't even have thought of that. I mean, we don't touch is this the one where we could see it, uh, where it had moved based on the dust trails? Yeah, yes. it had screwed like... We, had, we, had, we took pictures of everything when we first got there. Yeah, and we took pictures as we went. And it had... I mean, it had been slid across the table. We right? have the, yeah, we, and we have the pictures with the timestamps on them on the website, mwghosthunters.com, and then click on the, uh, I don't know, it's it's below the Willard. The Willard house has a couple of buttons, and it's like the move to Springfield button. It um, was a uh, religious figurine, wasn't it? I don't know. Like yes. the Virgin Mary? Yes, that's what we think it was. That's what it looked like. I don't or know what it is. something like that. But it turned counterclockwise almost in a complete circle. Yeah, that was weird, too. It wasn't like one of us bumped it. No. It was it had been rotated. Yeah, there's and, three and different moved. pictures of it in three different positions. So that it was number one weird we even noticed the damn thing. That's the kind of thing we wouldn't even notice. Well, I think that we were really uh paying super close attention to anything that happened at all in this house after what happened to us in Willard. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, and then I was looking through some of the other pictures here. We have a lot of pictures on here. At one point we had uh we were doing EVPs in the bedroom areas. And when we came back out into the main area, remember all our batteries were spread out on the floor? Mm-hmm. We have pictures mm-hmm. of that, right. too, yeah. with, uh, with the timestamps on it as well. And you We can also see. had batteries going dead that night, too. And, and it, yeah, and it was dark in there. We were walking around in the dark taking pictures. We didn't even know these batteries were sprinkled out on the floor as early as they were. This was also the house where the, the toys kept going off by themselves. Right? Yeah, and I think we played that one yeah, last we week. Played, I think we, we kind of led them, into we? that with, with that. that, um, that toy says, rise and shine. Yeah, that was so creepy. Yeah, and we'll we'll hit that <laughs> one so creepy. again. And that toy had no batteries in it. Yeah, no, it didn't. And that's what they said is a lot of the a lot of the toys um, would go off on their own. I'm just kind of looking through here trying to see, trying to remember what we played last week and what we didn't. I don't know. I mean, an electronic Same. anomaly of some kind would be the only explanation, but I don't know enough solar powered toys (laughs) well yeah i can't explain that um let's go ahead and go to well i guess we could start where we left off and we can just start with that toy because that was one of their main one of their main um, that was creepy yeah and we we stepped outside at this point and i know we played this last week but we're going to kind of just use it as a launching point here so let's go ahead and and play this one this is the toy that went off one we tried to get it to go off a million times when we were inside well and and the uh the thing that really you've got to understand too we 
we went through all of the toys to make sure that there wasn't like some sort of another compartment or something that, you know, had some sort of backup power or if it had some backup power, which I I've never heard of a toy having. Were the toys... I remember there being a bin of toys. Could it, Would it have been possible that one settled on another? It was, the, it was this toy that we had gotten out that went off. We had gotten it out and set it aside because we tried to get it to go off by, by itself. Even if another toy settled on top of it, if it has no batteries, it should not be able to go off. Well, was this one of those... You has one, a toy went off on its... More than one toy went off, didn't it? Because You're right. That's what I was just a, actually... You know, one of those spinny things where you pull the mobile? string and it's, it's like, what does the cow say? You yeah, know? the see and say. The see and say, yeah. right. Only one toy went off when we were in Springfield. But what I'm looking for now is I was going to back up a little bit. If you'll remember... We did have a toy go off at the Willard House, too, or something. Let me go ahead and play. Okay, so this, this one is from the Willard House. So this is what we had happen there as far as the toy stuff goes. Let me play that one. Now I remember we played that because Hunter said it sounds just like the Five Nights at Freddy's, um, which wasn't out yet. Music, which which wasn't out yet, but this may be like a well-known nursery rhyme tune. I that think I don't it even is know. because they definitely didn't make that music on their own. All right, uh, so so that was in Willard. So we did have that happen. We never found what that was that made that sound. It does, That's right. That it sounds like one of those mobiles you hang over yes. like a baby. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know. So let's go ahead and fast forward now to, you know, this is the Springfield house. And then they, one of the things she said happens is that that toy would say things. It seemed to be, and I know when you're in the moment and you have, you know, paranormal activity happening around you, you can draw, you know, you can, you can connect dots that maybe aren't there. But she said, it seemed like this thing would, would say things in context, not full sentences, but when just different, you know, it would say hello or goodbye, or I see you whenever, you know, people were leaving, you know, or, or, or entering or, you know, just standing there. And so it seemed like it was in context. So we stepped outside for a little bit. Now we had tried to get this thing to go off. We pulled this toy out and separated it from the others in the kitchen. Let's see. That was, yeah, it was in the kitchen area, living room type area. We had this toy out. We tried to get it to go off and it wouldn't. Uh, but when we stepped outside, it did go off and here's what we caught. That's a dog there. This is back when we let the whole thing play. Okay, we're leaving here, right there. And after we did the podcast last week, I did listen through these, and I even listened to EV, you know, recordings from this investigation that we didn't post because we didn't have any EVPs. It's important to point out, and we never did before, that dog never made any sound at any point before that that we recorded. So it was kind of whining and acting up there at that moment for whatever reason. You can draw that parallel if you want, but it, we, I want. <laughs> but we really didn't catch any dog whining at any point you know, that I could find before that. No, it was a well-behaved dog. 
Um, he was like he was like locked a in the big back. German Shepherd, wasn't it? Oh hell, I don't even remember. I don't have any idea. I just remember they said they were go- they didn't have anyone to anywhere to board him, so they were just going to. He wasn't locked up, but he was in the big you know sunroom area. Yeah, he really back. didn't make any noise, and we never heard him. Uh, but he did act. No, up we a hear bit Marvin now. more than we hear him. <laughs> yeah. So so anyway, you can draw that parallel if you want. That you know dogs are more sensitive to that kind of thing. I have no idea. But he did whine, then the toy went off when we were outside. We didn't realize that until later when we were listening through the uh, recordings. Okay, so let's go ahead and uh, let's fast forward here a little bit. This is when we were uh, doing an EVP session in the bedrooms. We had a recorder in the living room, and this is one of the claims that we captured. She heard someone walking around in the kitchen with heavy boot steps. You remember? Um, I know this is hard to remember. It's easier for me because I'm sitting here reading the synopsis, and it's coming back to me a little bit. But let's go ahead and play this one because this is when we were all, when I say we all, it was me and Tyler and Dustin and John. What if the, mm-hmm. There was a yes. four of us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we were all in the... Uh, in the original crew (laughs) the ogs we were in the uh (laughs) we were in the bedrooms doing an evp and then we this recorder in the kitchen caught this It's got that Michael Myers cadence. Yeah. I was almost just saying that none of us have legs long enough to walk that slow. It almost sounds like someone tapping their foot. It sounds the same every time. Actually, it it really does because it doesn't seem to get further or closer that I can tell. But this was also an old recorder, so who knows? That or like a peg leg pirate walking really quickly. It sounds like they're moseying like a cowboy. (laughs) Moseying. Uh, so yeah, none of us number one wear any shoes heavy enough to to do that. Number two, you're right. Nobody. I mean, that would take a long stride. And then I don't know. Whenever whenever we played that, I was just picturing Michael Myers. Yeah, you know, it does. It, it really sounds like Michael Myers is just <laughs> quietly walking down the stairs yeah. with a knife in hand, getting ready to kill you. We but don't the, we don't wear cowboy boots. I think no. I heard the piano sting in the background. <laughs> and this I know. We were all four in the back when that was recorded. You can hear us back there. Um, and this was a time, you know, back then it was just four of us. Whenever we did an EVP, EVP session in one place, we all four did it in one, one place, especially after what we went through at their other house. So we didn't split up. Um, <laughs> Not for this one. That was too soon. Yeah, we didn't split up. We were all in the back. Okay, so this next one here, let me play it, and then I'll be able to tell you after I play it. Um, but as I read through the, the, the um, description for each EVP, Remember they called it Walter? I didn't remember that. Remember they called the ghost Walter? She was yeah. Yeah. yeah, they had a name for it. Yeah, she. She. I remember because I remember thinking, well, how how do you know that's his name? Or how do you how would you even go about naming? I think they ghost? just named it. They didn't think that was his name. They just picked a name. No, they just gave it okay. a name. Well, I guess you can name it your ghost. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you adopted him. I yeah, know. I mean, you know, uh, you get a dog, you can name it what you want. So why not a ghost? It's a rescue. Okay, let's go ahead and let's play this one real quick, and I'll have to break this down afterward. Oh, we may have played this one before. Okay, that's the one we played from the Willard house. I got that one mixed up whenever I put it on. That's from Willard, so I've got that one misplaced here, so I'll need to get that one resorted. Okay, we've got uh, we've got one more here that you Tyler... Could, I mean, you could go ahead and finish playing that one, because that's one of the best ones we've ever gotten. That, I, I mean, that was really the crux of it. I can go ahead and pull it up here and play it again. Yeah, um, didn't it say go home? Yeah, it says go mm-hmm. home. Yeah, he just said it. Yeah, let's go ahead and we'll play it one more time here.
was that? And then whatever that was. We didn't know. I don't uh, know. It's, it, Dustin said it sounded like a Geiger counter. It's, well, it's they, a computer it going does. off. They, they had those those potpourri balls, really fine potpourri on their mantle in Willard. This is from Willard. Okay. Because I accidentally put the well, wrong one in. There. Do you remember when I took that potpourri, that basket of potpourri and tried to spill it on the floor? I do remember that. I forgot about that. And it didn't make that noise? Yeah. So we never that. knew what caused that. Never no. When it I out. first heard it on the, on the original recorder, I thought it sounded like one of those... Uh, those those old printers, you know what I'm talking about? Not not you know with the where you had to tear the 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 right stuff off the yeah. side. But they didn't have one of those, so why the hell would that matter? I mean, I don't know what that is. It also sounded like a rain stick. You ever heard a rain stick? I don't know what no, that is. It's that? a little bamboo stick. It's full of like beads. It's full of beads, and when you turn it, it's supposed to to sound like. Oh, droplets. Why, why would they have a what? What, would, what is that? What, I don't know. What would you use a rain stick like a ceremonial? A ceremonial maybe. for what? Like Native American? Maybe I don't I have no idea. But nowadays they use it for special effects. Well, I, now I'm going to play it again because sounds just like a rain stick. All right, let's play it again. There's also something between the two noises. Mm-hmm. There's a yeah, the demonic growl. Yeah, um, That's, I, that I am. That sounds like sounds a rain like it's stick. being very slowly tipped. I yeah. wonder if I wonder if it's the good Indian guy who's in the place pushing the bad spirit back. That's actually what I'm looking up is to see what the hell they are used for. Um, I wonder if that doesn't fit into that theory that you some, know. Sometimes, Chris, they're called rainmakers. I found it. I mean, they're they're made out of dead cactus tubes uh, with cactus spines hammered to the inside and filled with pebbles yep. originally that's it sounds exactly like that now didn't when when the uh, place was burning didn't somebody say that they could see not only they could hear things sound like screams because of the fire but they saw it look like two two things in there fighting yeah well in that there, was in there and one of them looked like an, uh, they didn't, a native american or they something. didn't say they didn't say they saw two figures the firemen said they saw two what looked like two figures inside they were just, they weren't even trying to say ooh we saw two figures they were just saying man yeah it looked like the 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 fire looked like there were two the way that it was moving through the house looked like two figures is what they said the firefighters couldn't even they just had to let it burn. Yeah. It was too far gone. Uh, yeah, there was no saving it. I don't know if they even tried to put it out. They were there. By the time they got there, it was too late. It was blazing. Um, and now I'm, I've gone down a rabbit hole of what the hell a rain stick just is. Play, play a sample of it just so everybody can hear what this is. That's a good like, idea. Because it sounds exactly like that. I have one at home. It sounds just exactly why like do you, that. Why do, you have, why do you have one? Sound effects. You <laughs> oh, made okay. one if in you, art class. Gotcha. If you tilt it over... And then put reverb on it. That's that what sounds they, really cool. That's what it said. A lot of times they're used for special effects now. Yeah. Um, what I was trying to find there is what they were, you know, what the hell they were used for. I don't for. know if they're like, if they're ancient that were like used in official ceremonies for anything, but I know they're old. They've been around a while. Um, so originally the rain sticks were, were, were made to mimic the sound of the rain and it was used in rain um, uh, rituals to, you know, to, to bring rain. Well, you know, if you're, uh, if you're fighting a, a, a spirit that's saying fire burn 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 you want to bring some rain down on him <laughs> true just yeah um, kind of reaching here but that, you know why not okay here we go i'm gonna play this and we'll just kind of see what we have here it does sound like that it sounds exactly like that it sounds exactly like that now play the evp it, it even the even the speed and velocity sounds exactly the same here we go
could be. It sounds like that. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, maybe that's the Native American connection we were talking about not having earlier. I don't know. We're doing the very thing now that we said we don't do. Um, <laughs> well, we've, we've settled. Oops. It's Native Americans. So yeah. Might as well keep so doing clearly, that. It clearly, really, this is the rabbit hole we're going we, down. We keep going. They'll give us a TV show finally. <laughs> it really does sound like that. It really does. Now, whether it's that, uh, I don't know. That's what I was trying to find is, is a rain stick. Let me look up one more thing here. I've never, the word, the term rain stick is never, I've never uttered it until today. I love a good rain stick. Yeah. Especially if the hat man's got it. And that way we can combine two things that two people have never heard of until today. <laughs> uh, sometimes they call it a spirit stick. Huh. And uh, the spirit stick, uh, okay, can, can, can be used to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like where this is going. Um, can be used to what? So uh, the original intention of using a rain stick was for <laughs> it was to uh, to bring rain to the area, but then some tribes started calling them spirit sticks, and they used them to uh, symbolize the departure of evil entities. <laughs> so, oh no! Oh god! So there's one Google search we didn't do, you know, back then. Um, <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> what do we do? Oh, man. So, That's new. So, yeah. So, we're spending a lot of time doing the exact thing I said we don't do anymore. Uh, but that is a pretty good connection uh, to make. If that is a rain stick, then hell. Oh, they're made of all different shapes and sizes and materials. I they know. Can, I saw. They, the sound of them can differ from one to another. So, maybe that is what it is. Maybe it's not. I don't know. I, I even saw where people are still making them and selling them. You know, they've got oh, yeah. beads inside. I have one. Um, I made one out of, like, construction paper and beads for an art class. How come so. I've never heard of these? Uh, You're not cultured. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've got one more EVP we're going to play before we wrap up for this week. And this is the one, Tyler, I know you spent some time on. Uh, because you texted us out of the blue, like, last spring or winter. You were just going through listening to some of the old investigations. You're like, what the hell is that? It's this one that you pulled off of this investigation. This is in the main living room. Let me just go ahead and play it. Can you knock? Behind the wall. Behind the wall. Oh, oh that makes yeah. more sense. I it heard I'm home. Well, it doesn't really make sense. I'm home. No, I heard behind the it's wall. Yeah, I wasn't really paying attention, so. That was one of us, right? Yeah, that was me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Behind the wall. Uh, so we had asked for a knock, and we got that, and it doesn't make sense. What's behind? What? There's nothing behind the wall, but studs. It's behind the wall. Oh, there might have been. We, we don't know now. Well... True. I mean... Play his creepiness again. Okay, we'll play it one more time here. It's really close to the recorder, too. Can you knock? I thought when we first caught it back then, I thought it said something to them all, but I guess behind the wall would fit and probably make more sense than what I thought. My ears still can't pick up on a specific... Maybe it did say something all. Play one more time so Bobby can Bobby can make a professional analysis here. I thought it said something to them all, but I could be I, I could be wrong. Hell, I don't know. We'll play it again. Can you knock? 
there's a whisper that happens before his creepiness talks too. I know. It's I couldn't a, tell if that was part of the same thing or not, but either way, creepy. I can't. I can't tell what's being said there because at that point we thought maybe we would you know come back again, but then they ended up having you know all kinds of stuff, personal stuff happen. Well, and, and we've had um, other investigations. You know, if you're somebody who's listened to the podcast for a long time, you you're probably saying, "Well, that's it. These two things are the are the big house for for you guys." Well, I, I've heard all kinds of more impressive audio from you in a bridal shop in Buffalo. It was the feeling though that you had in Willard that made it what it was. Well, and it's important to remember too during a paranormal investigation. Sometimes you only get one or two, uh, you know, really good takeaway EVPs, you know, that you can play. So I, I know we're used to going to like Ashley's house or even uh, the bridal place in Buffalo and we get a bunch, but the norm is not that. I mean, the norm is just to get a couple. I know if it, you get that. Oh, I know. But for us, we're like, man, we only got six. We only yeah. got six. It's not very haunted. Right. Um, <laughs> Low on the haunting scale here. Don't call unless you give us like 15. <laughs> we need a 15 guarantee. But no, but, but, but in reality, it's normal just to get a couple of good ones. And, you know, I, I think our expectation of that is higher on ourselves than other people's. I think other people would hear that and think, yeah, those are pretty good. But for us, we're like, yeah, we should have got more than that. Yeah. Uh, we should have <laughs> stayed a little longer. <laughs> um, but that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good amount, especially when you take into account the pictures that we caught too, um, which are all on the website, mwghosthunters.com. And then you click on, let me see exactly what you do click on. Hell, I don't remember. There's a button. Um, it's button number two, and it's called uh, Willard uh, Home the Move. And you can click on that on our investigations page. You can hear and see everything we've talked about today. And we'll be back soon with more Dark Matter Midwest Ghost Hunters from Pythian Castle in Springfield, Missouri. 